you're listening to A Labor for Love, the podcast that's all about helping moms find encouragement and hope through authentic, everyday stories of motherhood. I'm your host, Sierra Sullivan. Welcome back to A Labor for Love. It's the final episode of season two. It's been a great season with so many great guests. As always, I'm grateful for all the women that have joined me here and that have shared part of their motherhood journey. For today's episode, I invited my friend Paula back to the podcast, but this time she's asking me the questions. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Welcome back to the podcast, Paula. It's good to be back. So this is the final episode of season two. So I thought it would be cool to switch things up a bit and have my friend Paula interview me. So today I am in the hot seat. (laughs) (laughs) So Paula, take it away. Okay, so we will do um, a this and that game with you since we're so close to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, So we'll see, is we're calling this this or that Thanksgiving edition, right? So um, turkey or ham? Turkey, definitely. I agree. Stuffing or dressing? See, I've never understood the difference. So I would say my family always says they're making dressing, but my in-laws, they say they're making stuffing. And I I still don't know the difference. So (laughs) I have both. So I'm not sure what the difference, I can be totally wrong right now. Um, And I could just do a quick Google, (laughs) but I think stuffing, I'm just going to take it from from the name. I think stuffing is what you literally put inside the turkey and you eat that part. You like the cornbread, whatever you decide to do. Or in a- In that case, I've always had dressing then because I've never eaten anything from the turkey. (laughs) Thanks. I don't know. I have no idea. Let's see. Um, let's do Google really quick. Um, if that's okay. Difference. According to the dictionary, typically stuffing is placed inside the cavity of the turkey, whereas dressing is considered a Thanksgiving casserole that's cooked in a separate vessel. There so I go. guess I've always had dressing then. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Next one. Pumpkin pie apple pie or sweet potato pie so I I'm gonna have to go with pumpkin pie on this one just because it's the only time of year that I have it and I would eat apple pie like in the summertime so like I I don't know that I would eat it at Thanksgiving and I don't know that anyone's actually made apple pie that I can recall but sweet potato pie I'm I'm actually not a big fan of so wow yeah okay <laughs> now are you a pie with ice cream on the side or pie with ice cream on top or just pie by itself probably just pie by itself and okay. with pumpkin pie you have to have whipped cream to go with it okay okay mm-hmm. that makes sense all right um midday dinner time or like actual dinner dinner time so midday like you know maybe around three-ish or do you want the meal to be a little bit later around like six seven-ish um it's always been like three o'clock for my family as long as I can remember (laughs) why I don't know I think that's just what 
that's just what we've always done. Okay. So I don't know that I could wait that long to like eat Thanksgiving dinner. That's, that's very true. Um, so do you guys eat at home or do you go out? This is also part of this or that as well, but like go out to family or does family come to you? Uh, we always go to family. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, gravy or cranberry sauce? Never had cranberry sauce in my life and I don't like gravy. Okay. So neither. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, food coma net or do you do your um, online shopping? Uh, definitely the nap. Okay. Okay. Again, this is random, but I saw an article that said that Target will be closed this year on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how um, that choice will change for some people. Um, yeah. I'm the online shopper. <laughs> like I don't eat that much where I have to be in my food coma, but yeah, I'll go on and I like, get my shopping together and stuff like that. But yeah. And the last one is um, cornbread or rolls? Probably rolls. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with the rolls. Okay. White rye rolls versus cornbread. Mm, I don't know. I feel like I cornbread just doesn't go well with anything that I would eat except for greens, but okay. I don't know. I would just prefer rolls, I think. Okay. So paint your perfect Thanksgiving meal. So I have turkey, dressing, mac and cheese, sweet potatoes, greens, potato salad, and a roll. Wow, potato salad. I don't think I've ever had potato salad as a Thanksgiving. Yeah, my grandma makes potato salad. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. What about yours? What's your like go-to meal? Oh, so because I'm gluten-free now, things have kind of changed for me. Mm-hmm. I've been gluten-free for over 10 years, but I still miss like certain things about Thanksgiving yeah currently I I still want if I have turkey I want the dark meat um dressing is hit or miss for me because I have to eat gluten-free dressing but I I want like regular dressing (laughs) (laughs) macaroni and cheese my mom makes it the best um greens and I'm a I would want a yeast roll I haven't had yeast rolls in so long (laughs) but I can I remember them um, so yeah, and my sweet will probably be sweet potato pie. Even though last year was my first year I've ever had pumpkin pie. And my friend, she made it gluten-free and she added um a rum with cream on top. And it was divine. Okay. So I think that I'll have to officially add that to my wish list of, you know, my perfect Thanksgiving meal. Yeah, I didn't have pumpkin pie until I started dating Tommy. Okay. I had never had like tried pumpkin anything. Like if (laughs) one year we brought a pumpkin pie to like my family's celebration and nobody ate it. (laughs) It sat there until he opened it and cut himself a slice. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was surprisingly. That's that's probably I wouldn't have never been opened up to pumpkin pie if it wasn't for my husband. Mm-hmm. He likes pumpkin rolls, and mm-hmm. I still I mean I haven't eaten a pumpkin roll, but I was like like it just doesn't I mean pumpkin and fall and Thanksgiving 
goes together, but like mm-hmm. at at our family table, you know, when everyone gets together, definitely not, you know. What's like a pump, pumpkin pie? What is that? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so okay. So are you ready? Hot seat, hot seat. I think so. Okay. I think. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I know you, you, you'll do just fine. It was interesting because I listened, I went back and listened to um, some, you know, your first one and then the ones that you talked about when you were, the, well, not interviews, when you were just speaking, but the podcast that you did with just um, yourself. So that's what come, some of these questions kind of stem from. Mm-hmm. Um, just what you you know mentioned over two seasons right it's the second season two yeah, second okay season. okay um so first question what does your morning and night routine look like for you mm-hmm. so for me my alarm usually goes off at 4 45 I hit snooze <laughs> <laughs> once or twice but I try not to go past two times okay. um, because I, I like to get up and be ready before like everyone else is ready because okay. my son, Jaden has to be at the bus stop like before seven o'clock in the morning. And so it's just easier for me to do all the things I need to do first before um, I have to get him out of the house. And so when I wake up, Usually I will like read a devotional or Bible verse. Sometimes I'm scrolling on Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just depends, but I'm trying to get up and out of the bed. And then if it's a day that I'm planning to work out, then I will do a workout okay. and then either get dressed or depending on the time, start getting my, my son ready. Okay. And from there it's showering. And then getting my daughter ready to take her to school too. Okay. So that's my morning routine. Um, sometimes that also involves making lunch if I didn't do it the night before. Mm-hmm. And so at nighttime, usually once the kids go to bed, usually they're down by like 8 p.m. Um, then I'm just like in wind down mode. So okay. I'm trying to get better at doing like my skincare routine that's something that I've been working on for like a year <laughs> trying to get better at that <clears throat> and so I'll I'll do that and then hop in bed and usually read sometimes we'll like watch a show together Tommy and I will it depends on if we have like something we're watching at the moment um, okay. but it's just like complete chill mode once they're in the bed okay and then so- I usually sleep by like 9 30. <laughs> Okay, that was going to be my next question. Like, if you wake up that early, then uh, my question was going to be, how? what time do you go to bed? Yeah. So, yeah, once they're down at 8 o'clock, it's like, I could be in the bed at 8.30, honestly, if I'm, like, quick with what I need to do, mm-hmm. um, if I don't get distracted. But by the by 9 o'clock, 9.30, I'm usually already, like, dozing off anyways. So. Okay. And this yeah. is a side note question. When, once you put your kids to bed, are they in bed? Do they stay or do you have to do the water and why uh, this hurts and I need a Band-Aid and this, that, and the other? Like, how is it for you? So they are, they usually stay in the bed 
but there are often times where we're like making trips to their room. Jaden, okay. once he hits the bed and the pillow, he's usually like down for the count because he just is like high energy and he'll go, 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 go until he's just like, he crashes. Skylar, on the other hand, if she's like really tired, she usually will just kind of like lay there and go to sleep. But more often than not, she's like, mom, dad, I need you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we go in there and like, well what's wrong I'm scared or you know I I don't know it's always something random and it's like back and forth back and forth mm-hmm. and I'm just like Skylar you just need to go to sleep but recently both kids have been asking us to rest with them so like once they're in the bed we read a, bo- a book and then we say good night can you rest with me for a little bit and so we each have to like lay in the bed with them for like a few minutes before they are like actually ready to rest so even so with that you've already talked about like what Jane does and what Skylar does so have you is there a difference in just have you noticed the difference between being a boy mom and a girl mom yeah, I think what's different is like Jaden's not as affectionate. Like as he's gotten older, that's become like less and less. So like the moments where he's asking for like a hug or something like that, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll give you a hug. Skylar, on the other hand, she's very like touchy feeling. <laughs> and she's like, I want to sit on your lap. And she kind of like forces herself into your space, which is fine. She's three. I'm like, okay, if you need something, you just have to tell me, like, use your words so I know what you're doing. Because <laughs> right now you're just like jumping on me. <laughs> um, so that's a difference between them. I don't know if it's an age thing or a boy girl thing, because she's only three. And so well, I guess we'll see as, as time goes on. But then with her, I've also, I like doing her hair. Like that's different. That's mm-hmm. something that I enjoy. I like doing Jaden's hair, but he could care less most of the time how he looks. Okay. And so... <laughs> like just getting him to stand still so I can fix his curls in the morning he's like are you done yet like no I'm not stand still but um I've been taking him to get his hair cut now like we go to an actual barber um and she does a really good job so like that's kind of like our thing Um, yeah that's like my way of making sure he looks decent because if it was up to him I don't know. Okay. Um, let's see. What else? I think just the the interests are different. Like Jaden's definitely into like more action type of shows and toys, and you know we had an obsession with dinosaurs for a while and Hot Wheels oh, yeah. cars, and then Skylar's starting to get into just like her own coming into her own as far as like interests and toys and things like that so I see her gravitating more towards like the Barbie dolls and the pink and purple things like she just likes those things and she really likes animals so any sort of animal toy that talks or make noise makes noise um, she's into those things so just differences like that I've been noticing okay now, I, I read something or maybe watched something a while ago that talked 
that mentioned like around at the age of three you because you mentioned just the differences between the toys and things mm-hmm. like that I read something um that it said around the age of three children start typically begin um figuring out or determining their you know their gender gender mm-hmm. roles or just the differences between you know male and female and mm-hmm. kind of like society's um norms and I'm putting quotes and you know expectations so it's it's just interesting that you said that you're seeing that in yeah in Skylar because I'm Mm -hmm. also noticing that (laughs) with my son you know um with his shirt he he now he he knows that as a boy he can have his shirt off Mm -hmm. you know yeah (laughs) yeah so that's just really funny that you that you mentioned that so I have another um question so just even it sounds like too that you're moving into um just a different season because like yeah. you already mentioned that Jaden and going to school and you know the kind of coming back or less and less hugs and you have Skylar who also goes to school how many days a week is she in school now she's in school three mornings a week okay 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 yeah. and then um just what seeing her coming to herself and what she's choosing to play with and all of that what do you look forward to doing once you move into the season where both Skylar and Jaden are in school full time? That's a good question. And I don't know that I have a good answer right now, to be honest. Um, I was telling Tommy earlier, I was like, I, I don't know that I can, I can even think about that time because if I do, I think I'll start obsessing about it. <laughs> <laughs> And then like make myself anxious about what am I going to do? Like, I got to figure it out. I feel like I'm going to have to figure it out right now, but I don't. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm, I have not thought that far ahead to be honest. So I don't know. Okay. If, if I could ask a follow-up question, what do you think? I mean, I I don't want to like, you know, cause any, you know, overthinking or anxiety right (laughs) now, but if you can, I I kind of just ask you this question. Would you choose, do you think that you will want to go back to work or would you um, want to just continue to pursue your passions with the podcast and blogging and um, the um, ambassador? Because don't you do, aren't you an ambassador for some things and you've been a model recently and all that. So would you find yourself trying to pursue those passions or? Yeah, I don't know. I think I will need something to do. Now, whether that's working part-time, full-time in some capacity or doing all these like passion projects, I think I will just need something other than just being at home because I think I have a tendency to get comfortable. I don't want to say lazy because it's not laziness, but I, um, I am perfectly content to sit and do nothing. But I know that if that goes on for too long, then I will start to feel some type of way. Like I will feel like I need to be more productive. And so I think I would just need something to do. And Paula, you give give me that look like you have another question. Well, (laughs) I have, okay. So I'm, I'm a reader, you know, and I, I feel like I'm referring to books or movies or whatever, you know, that I, so it was this, is this book um, called, I believe it's called how to keep house while drowning. Mm -hmm. And she, she pretty much, pretty much says that there's no such thing as being lazy. Like you said, Mm -hmm. especially as a mom, because you, we pretty much always have something to do, Mm -hmm. um, whether or not we choose to do our, to do our to-do list 
or, you know, we just ignore it or we relaxing, you know, because I mean, uh, and she talks about just how even the mental capacity mm-hmm. to to do things or to think about it, like, like some people um, don't consider that we've talked about this before, but like meal planning or mm-hmm. planning for the next day or planning activities for your kids. That's work. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it is it work. And even though you can sit on a couch and be thinking, but your brain is still moving, you're not in complete rest or relaxation. That is so true. I, I was just going to say, like, if, even if you don't work and pursue your passions, you will still be doing stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah because, because even now, like when I'm when I have some downtime, if I'm sitting down, like my brain is still thinking about the mm-hmm. next thing or like, oh, I forgot to get this out of the freezer. I should probably get up and do that. Or like, oh, today's Wednesday. I got to go to the store tomorrow, but I don't know what we're having for dinner next week. Okay. <laughs> and so then, yeah, or like I, I'm pretty curious about things. So if I'm like even watching a show and something mm-hmm. comes up that I'm like not familiar with, I have to look it up or it's going to bother me. And so then like my brain is still working in that regard too, even if I'm supposed to be relaxing and just kind of, you know, numbing out for a minute to this show or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So as a as a as a mom, um, as a parent, just as a, a human, you know, like you said, you will be doing something. Um, mm-hmm. I just I'll just live through you and just say that, just do nothing, okay? <laughs> just watch a mindless show that you that will cause you not to look anything up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just be in a trance for like three hours <laughs> so while your kids are in school but then you know pop up like okay maybe I should take the stuff out for dinner and just throw it in the pot <laughs> so then everybody think that you spent the whole day cooking or something <laughs> like I don't know maybe, maybe that's my dream <laughs> that's what I would do <laughs> so now that um I guess we kind of said some things that women typically do at home, like the preparing the meals or um, just um, planning for the days or planning activities. Uh, I, I can't remember exactly what your definition of motherhood was when we first um, started the podcast, but do you think your definition has changed or evolved or things have been added to it since then? I think my definition of motherhood is changing. And I'll be honest, one of the reasons why I ask other people that question is to help inform my own definition of motherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like to get other people's perspectives. But what I've thought about recently is I feel like motherhood is, it's like a, it's like a mirror because it, I feel like I'm learning so much more about myself and my kids are showing me things about myself that I'm like okay the only place they're getting that from is from (laughs) you or from your husband (laughs) and and then it's like oh I don't know if I like that characteristic right now (laughs) and but then I think it's also so much of motherhood is also teaching and I have to remind myself that like my kids are six and three. They only know what they know and what they've been exposed to, which at this point, it's not a lot. And so it's my job to teach them and to train them. And that's a big responsibility. Um, But I don't think I thought about that prior to having kids or in the Mm -hmm. early stages, because at the beginning, it's just like, you're meeting basic needs. 
It's like you're feeding, you're changing, you're dressing them because they don't do much. But as they grow, there's all these other questions that come up and all these other scenarios that you encounter. So it's like you have to figure out how to teach them and train them through all of those things. And I don't think that's something I realized about motherhood um, before becoming a mom. Well, you almost answered my next question for you, Ben. Oh, did I? Because <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, um, what's one thing you wish you knew about parenthood um, that you, yeah, what, what's just one thing that you wish you knew before now that you're in it? You know, people are always giving us so much advice. Um, one of the biggest things that they tell us, like, savor the moment, savor the days, it goes by so quickly mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but just like you just already said, like, you've been, you, you're, I mean, your definition of motherhood and very similar to what parenthood is. You, you've been, you, you said that um, you're, I'm sorry, I can't even get it out. Like you, it's about teaching and learning mm-hmm. and training and use uh, the mirror part. The mirror part is, I think, so true. And these are, they're coming to their own, but then they're also little many, many reflections of you or Tommy, you know, yeah. because like you said, you pretty much, um, you are who they see on a daily basis, but then they also are their own person, you know? Mm-hmm. So just, I know I'm saying a lot, but just what do you wish that you would have known or yeah, in the past, or what's one thing you wish you would have been told about parenthood that you weren't told? I wish someone would have told me how much work I'd have to do on myself <laughs> oh. to be wow. a parent, because okay. I, I just don't feel like that's something that you talk about, you get like the practical advice for like taking care of the baby or the kid, but I feel like I've learned more about myself than anything and realized like, oh, I have areas that I need to grow in if I'm going to help these kids grow. Um, And so I think that's something that I wish someone would have told me ahead of time. Just like be prepared to for like you to be doing some changing and growing as you're helping your kids. Wow. That's, I think that that's really, I think that's really great that you mentioned it. Like I wouldn't have even, yeah, thought about that, but yeah, keep that. Cause so when people ask you, you know, and all your baby shower cards and stuff like that, make sure you write that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> figure out how to write that down. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do need to keep that in mind. Yeah. Like babies, yeah, it's a wonderful thing, but also remember, yeah. So I'm I'm sure because you're a writer that you'll you'll have a a phrase or something <laughs> that you can, that you can figure out that will be very clever sounding and um yeah that you can write to to parents and stuff. So but yeah, that's uh that's all the questions that I had for you. Um I can keep going. I can ask you a whole lot more because you've spoken to so many like great people on your podcast and even just your last one about the friendship and um, yeah, you just have like a lot of really interesting people and I can, when I'm listening, I always think like, oh, I wonder what Sierra does or oh, maybe she can talk about this a little bit more or, you know, I just, that's always going in my mind. Um, So again, I could just keep going, but we can, we can do this again. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely do it again. I think I got a couple of questions from someone that listens to the podcast. Oh, we really? can, yeah, we can do those. Okay. Sure. Um, so one of your questions was, how did your parenting style change between mm-hmm. kids? Oh, that's a good one. 
I think so with Jaden, a couple of examples, like he didn't have candy for a while. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't do juice. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do fast food, like none of that stuff until maybe like age three. Skylar okay. has had the happy meals, the juice, all the candy. <laughs> That's all of the and like I told Tommy, I was like, I think she had her first happy meal, like chicken nuggets before she was even two years old. And so just like things like that, we've been way more lax on than, than we were as, you know, first time parents. Um, TV time, Jaden didn't have a lot of TV time. And if he did, he was just watching PBS. Skylar okay. can work the remote control, the turn on <laughs> Netflix, she can get on YouTube. <laughs> she talks to like her like a tablet and you know she talks to Alexa Alexa play this song I'm just like oh gosh (laughs) it's just so different just with like what she has access to I think that's been like the biggest change um between the two kids for sure and they're just how many years apart almost three not quite three it's like wow some months Okay. So when you think about just technology, how, how it changed. Yeah. In that short amount of time. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, another question from a listener is if you could take your kiddos on any adventure in the world, where would you take them? So right now, Jaden is really into Beyblades. I don't know if any of the listeners are familiar with those, but they're Mm -hmm. just like these spinning tops and you can battle and because of Beyblades, he wants to go to Japan. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. He's like, okay. when can we go to Japan? I was like, well, um, <laughs> I don't know, but um, that would be fun. I, I think I have not done a lot of like international traveling at all. So that would be, that would definitely be an adventure for us as a family to do something like that. Yeah. That'll be really yeah. cool. And then um, I want to take them like to see the oceans like we've been on east coast together so like we've done like the myrtle beach and we've done florida and the gulf of mexico but um like i want to take them like california there's this really cool resort in mexico that i found last year that i would want to go to because they have all these like outdoor like adventures so like you can walk in a river um you can do like all these different excursions like waterfalls and all kinds of stuff and I was like that would be really cool but they would have to be a little bit older and we'd have to we have to master swimming to do that because they're not there yet (laughs) but I just like I'm keeping that in the back of my mind for like when they're early teens I think that would be like fun to do Um, and then we want to do the Disney trip at some point I don't know Mm -hmm. when that will happen but that's always like been on our list of things to do with them Okay. So just a couple of things right now. So it sounds like to me that when the kids, when both of them are in school, you'll be editing um, vlogs because of all these adventures that you have in mind. <laughs> yeah, if I record them and yeah. all of that stuff. <laughs> so you'll go from your blogging to your podcast to your vlogging. So yeah, you'll have plenty to do. No, no, no worries. <laughs> you just mapping it out for me. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Um, so what, what is your favorite, um, this is another question. What's your favorite place to travel? And I'll just ask for you personally. Yeah. So we haven't done like a lot of traveling. 
Okay. Um, I really enjoyed our trip to California this past summer. Mm -hmm. So I would love to go back, but I think like a bucket list place for me is going to Italy. Okay. Just like the the scenery. Oh, and, and Greece. Like those are two places I want to go. And it's mostly because of like, when I see pictures, it looks so calm and serene and just Mm -hmm. like restful and relaxing, (laughs) relaxing. So, um, that's what I mostly look forward to if I'm going to travel somewhere like just me or like me and Tommy. Okay. Um, adventures are nice, but there are times where I just want to like enjoy the the scenery, like eat some good food. And exactly, yes. Relax. <laughs> so, you know, you sound like, of course, at this time, a lot of people are watching the Netflix um, from scratch. Yeah. Uh, you pretty much just echo <laughs> what that is. <laughs> Have you been watching it? Um, yeah, so we we okay. watched it. Um, okay. I've, Italy has been like on my list of places to go for a while. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Of course. I'm not saying because of. Scripture. Oh no, yeah, but that that only yeah. intensified the desire to go. I was like, man, it's so beautiful. Like, yeah, when yeah. can we go there? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go ahead and tell you know Tommy, Tommy, hey, we gotta get some trips planned. Yeah. But yeah, so Sierra, um, how did it feel to be on the other side of, I'm going to say the mic? It's a little weird, honestly, because when I do the interviews, it's always so much focus on the other person Mm -hmm. that like, I don't, I had to think about the question and I'm like, how would I even answer some of this stuff? Okay. It just made me think a lot more deeply, I think. Um, But it was good because I think it also gives people just more insight into me and who I am mm-hmm. which is a good thing too uh, again I was listening to your reasoning behind the podcast and why you started it and um I think I, I know we get to hear from you when you're responding to other people's perspectives or ideas or events that they've talked about when you ask them their questions but I, I think it's really good to just hear just from you know, Sierra, mm-hmm. and it'd be really cool just to hear from you a lot more often. So it'd be great for more Sierra, um, just Sierra, you know, in the future. <laughs> I think the one thing that's weird about that though, is like, I have to talk to myself. And so yeah, <laughs> yeah. someone else ask me questions is a lot easier. And so that's why I'm always asking for listeners, like, well, what questions do you have? Because that gives me a way to then feel like I'm actually engaging with the people that are listening to me. So that's helpful. Well, so what platform do you prefer your listeners to um, submit questions to? Um, Instagram is where I'm usually at. So you guys can message me on Instagram, but I also have an email address. If you want to email, it's a labor for love at gmail.com. So either way works. You'll put well, what you say? I said you'll put that in the podcast notes. Yes, right? okay. yes, it will be in the podcast notes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, well, thank yeah. you, Paula, for joining me again on the podcast and for asking me all these great questions. It's been fun. Yes, it definitely has been. And thank you for um, asking me to, to be on this side this time around. Thanks for joining me this week on A Labor for Love. Again, I'm so thankful for all of you that listen each week and that share your feedback with me. 
You remind me why I continue to do this work and I appreciate each and every one of you. As I mentioned in this episode, I'd love to answer more of your questions. You can message me on Instagram or send an email to alaborforlove at gmail.com. I hope that you enjoy this holiday season with your family and friends. And remember to take care of you in the midst of making this season magical for the ones that you love. See you in 2023.